Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Other horn is Everything that we do every day, we want to be a champion. Get your mind right and let's go. Do the little things. Win every day. It's a surplus they play so far. Everything with an attitude. Alabama. Yes. I don't give a shit who we're playing. Young men can play against and make his ass quit. That's our framework. That's our MO with the team. Richardson breaks free on the sideline. End zone. This is a mauling, folks. A mauling. Fear the tide, honey badger. I- Hello and welcome to an introspective edition of the Alabama Football Podcast. We're recording this on Labor Day weekend at a time when we really should be drunk on college football, getting back into full swing, drunk on Alabama taking on USC down in Dallas, and drunk, well, just drunk, right? Uh, uh, But instead, we're left with a lot of time just to kind of think about things, right? Um, I can't say that Uncle Clyde Mays won't make a in appearance, but uh, we have a lot more free time this weekend than we might have otherwise. And so during this sort of downtime, thinking time, the idea of USC uh, really sort of bouncing around in my head. And there's a couple of articles sort of tied to that. And and uh, I, I want to, you know, I'll definitely admit that uh, that sort of acknowledged or that sort of contributed to the thought process. But um, like we think that we do here, we can kind of take things to a different level, to a different sort of uh, uh, connection of dots. And so I haven't seen this really sort of thought out, thought out or written out in any of the articles that, that acknowledge that, um, that we would have played USC this weekend. Some of them harken back to, you know, four years ago, Alabama played USC and, and, uh, and they might mention sort of Jalen Hurts as part of that. But there's a full circle uh, that uh, those touch upon a couple of the points, but there's a larger fuller circle uh, when we just think about, you know, the last sort of era of, uh, Saban's tenure and um, and the full circle that this weekend represents. Uh, so I want to step through that a couple of the couple of the points that uh, really stuck out to me, and just an opportunity to connect with you guys uh, on the podcast and, and share a couple of these thoughts. So as we think about Labor Day weekend, when when we uh, Alabama would have been playing USC, uh, it, it is interesting to think that four years ago this weekend we did play uh, USC down in Dallas. Uh, that's an interesting sort of all by itself. But what what sort of happened over the, those last four years? And uh, we've had more events chalked into that four-year period than you would think would fit in a four-year period. And uh, some of them, as they kind of jump out to me and and uh, see if see if you don't feel similarly about this, 
you know, last time Alabama played USC four years ago uh, down in Dallas, it was a beatdown. Uh, uh, 52 to 6, I think, was the, the final score. And if that's not exact, then that's pretty darn close. It was a thorough handling of the Trojans um, in Dallas that night. Uh, Jalen Hurts made his debut in that game. He did not start. Uh, it's easy to think that he started that game. He did not start. Uh, and what's interesting, in his first play, uh, he threw an interception. Uh, it may have been a sack, but I really think it was an interception in his first play. But over the course of the evening, he really wrested the job away from uh, these luminaries, Blake Burnett, uh, Cooper Bateman, and uh, David Cromwell. There's some uh, flashbacks there, right? Uh, Steve Sarkeesian was hired that same day as an analyst. Uh, I remember uh, uh, Tom and I were at the game, and of course we stay late, you know, stay after the game, stay late, uh, watching, you know, talking about the game, sort of breaking down the action, watching the stuff on the field, just sort of enjoying, uh, maybe touring the stadium uh, a little bit such that we could. And uh, as as we're walking out to, uh, to, to get our ride, um, we noticed that Steve Sarkeesian, it's been announced that Steve Sarkeesian has just, just been hired uh, as an analyst by the University of Alabama. Uh, at the time, Lane Kiffin was uh, was still the OC, and it ended up would be his last year uh, as the offensive coordinator. And I just remember thinking, almost sort of in the euphoria of the moment, I remember thinking, what a kick in the pants for USC. Uh, you know, Sarkeesian was no longer their coach but had been connected to their program and, and quite connected. Uh, and so the fact that on the day that Alabama uh, removes, separates them from their manhood on the football field, uh, we go pick up their former head coach uh, as, as an analyst on our team. So I thought, I thought that was just part of, part of that moment. Uh, 2016, as that season continues to unfold, uh, Jalen Hurts goes on to uh, to be uh, if a uh, freshman All America. He's actually SEC Offensive Player of the Year as a true freshman, which is phenomenal. And the Tide posts uh, an undefeated season that year. In January of 2017, Alabama loses a very close game to Clemson uh, in in Tampa. And that's largely due to the defense. It didn't have anything to do uh, with uh, with Jalen. Late in the game, Jalen led a drive that put the tide ahead. Uh, a couple of minutes left in the game. Uh, you think as the quarterback, he did his job. <clears throat> There's probably two things that factor in. Uh, Clemson had an outstanding game plan that day. Uh, they were really pressing their wide receivers all day. And there's two things that just I'll go to my grave uh, believing these two, these two things are true. Uh, Maurice Smith, at the beginning of that season, uh, really in that offseason, he transfers uh, to Georgia to finish his senior year, year under Kirby Smart at uh, at Georgia, and I think about you know if Maurice Smith he wouldn't have, he would not have started, but he would have been uh, a, a, a stalwart in the defensive rotation, and all season you know we have an undefeated season. You could say we don't really miss him, uh, but when we get to that game game with Clemson, we definitely could have used another cornerback, uh, and certainly a fresh uh, cornerback distributing uh, plays. In exertion, so I think had uh, Mo Smith stayed with Alabama, I think that would have contributed. And then Bo Scarborough, he was lighting Clemson up, uh, and if he stays uh, healthy, he breaks his leg during that game. And you know, I don't want to sound like a uh, like a Colt McCoy, um, you know, Texas fan, because the reality, you know, but here's the difference, right? <laughs> Colt wasn't going to make a difference in that game. Uh, he had not made a difference in that game. Uh, Bo Scarborough was 
making a difference in that game. He had made a difference in that game. Uh, multiple touchdowns he had scored. He would have scored another uh, burning clock, eating time. Uh, we uh, Alabama would have uh, probably taken up at least a possession away from Clemson over the course of the game. And when you think that they won the game in the closing seconds, had they had one less possession, would that have impacted the game? Of course it would. Uh, it's science. Um and uh, and then what's interesting is right after that game, uh, Sarkeesian left uh, to take the Falcons' job. 2017 regular season, the team is loaded with with uh, true freshmen just everywhere. It's an embarrassment of riches. Uh, there's so many true freshmen on the team. Uh, Brian Dayball is the offensive coordinator, and uh, the, as talented as this team is, we almost or Alabama almost loses the national title game until Tua. Uh, sort of announces his presence. Jalen Hurts is taken out of the game at halftime. Tua comes in, and uh, watching the second half, uh, it was exciting to think that, hey, even if we don't win this game, we've got something. We've got something that we can build on. And, of course, second and 26 happens uh, to Devonta, and Alabama goes on to win that game. What's interesting, you know, Devonta made just that catch that we all probably have a screen grab of somewhere uh, that we could get to pretty quickly. Uh, that was his second last-minute game winner of that season uh, against Mississippi State in Starkville. Alabama's losing that game. Alabama's going to lose that game. And uh, there's just a spark right there on on our Alabama's last possession. And slowly but surely, the balls move down the field, and uh, uh, Jalen's able to hit uh, Devonta for the go-ahead touchdown, and that's the margin of the game. And so it's interesting, you know, everyone knows Devonta for the touchdown against Georgia, obviously, uh, but his touchdown against Mississippi State probably is what enables the other to happen. 2018, Tua is fully in charge. Uh, Mike Loxley's the offensive coordinator. That's a lot, right? A lot of these details here, right? Um, third consecutive trip to the national uh, title game, which is by itself amazing. Um, and then Clemson happens again, and they happen with a vengeance. That game in Santa Clara... That one still hurts. <laughs> that was uh, that was a throttling uh, at the hands of uh, at the hands of Clemson that night. Uh, and in 2019, last season, uh, Sark is back, and Sark and Tua, uh, you know, they had played, uh, spent time at Alabama during this window separate. Even though it's a tight window, they had both spent time at Alabama uh, separately, uh, but now they're at Alabama together. Uh, Jalen has moved on to Oklahoma. Think of sort of the, the drama, if you will, that unfolded during 2018. In 2019, Jalen is uh, the starting quarterback in o Oklahoma and plays as well at Oklahoma as he ever did uh, at Alabama, which is a testament to him. The stars were aligned um, until Starkville, uh, which is painful for Alabama fans, uh, is probably – you know, a country music song somewhere baked in there as well. Uh, both players go on to be uh, drafted, both Tua and uh, Jalen. And it happens to be the first uh, since the inception of a uh, college football playoff. It's the first time that Alabama doesn't make it. And so all the stars uh, align for a moment and, uh, and then fall out of alignment, um, much like Tua's hip. Um and like I said, both players go on to be uh, drafted uh, two in the first round. I think he's the number five pick by Miami. And uh, Jalen, probably a surprise, uh, but he goes in the second round to uh, Philly. Uh, 2020, um, another freshman phenom cornerback is in queue. 
and um, the wheel keeps on turning. Carry me home. Oh, I can't stop now to see my kin. Songs singing about the singing songs about the Southland. I miss Alabama once again. I think it's a sin. Oh, there's Uncle Clyde. Hey, alabamafootballpodcast.com. Go sign up. Uh, check out the uh, listener support campaign. Uh, sign up. Uh, let us know if you have any questions. And in the meantime, roll tide. Thanks for listening to the Alabama Football Podcast. We love that you're tuned in and hope that you enjoyed the show. We encourage you to reach out and let us know what you like, where we can improve, or just to shout out a roll tide. We are where you are iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, email newsletters, T-shirts, free roster downloads, and, of course, on the web at alabamafootballpodcast.com. Check us out where you'll find easy links to your favorite way to follow the Tide. Got that, Coach? Of course. Roll Tide. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.